PodcastHero.com. The Great News Podcast is brought to you by Podcast Hero. Head on over to PodcastHero.com and learn the four P's of podcasting and start your own show. Tired of all the doom and gloom news from mainstream media? You'll get none of that here. Instead, you'll find inspiring stories and developments that are making the world a better place. My name is Andrew McGivern, and this is The Great News Podcast. Today, a new protein is discovered that can reverse muscle aging. Healthy behaviors reduce the risk of cognitive decline. Expecting mothers can protect kids from heart disease before they are born. And a wearable heart monitor the size of postage stamp can scan your heart while on your daily routine. Simple hydrogel injections can substantially relieve lower back pain. And micronuclear reactors may be the future of power. All this and more is in the Great News Letter. Head on over to www.greatnewspodcast.com and subscribe because the Great News Podcast is great, but the Great News Letter is greater. A new study conducted by researchers at the University of Buffalo has shown that a protein called Nanog, derived from the mythical land of Tir Nanog, is effective at reversing aging in skeletal muscle cells. In the study published in Science Advances, the researchers overexpressed the Nanog protein in senescent myoblasts, which are the precursors to muscle tissue. The overexpression of Nanog was found to ameliorate many of the characteristics associated with age-related deterioration of cells, such as autophagy, energy homeostasis, genomic stability, nuclear integrity, and mitochondrial function. Most importantly, it also increased the number of muscle stem cells in the muscle of prematurely aging mice. This demonstrated that it is possible to reverse cellular aging in the body without resorting to reprogramming cells to an embryonic pluripotent state, as is often done in stem cell therapy. A healthy lifestyle, including eating a nutritious diet, can help slow down cognitive decline as you age. A decade-long study of Chinese adults over the age of 60 showed that even those with a gene making them susceptible to Alzheimer's disease experienced slowed memory loss when they made behavioral choices like quitting drinking and following a healthy diet. The team created a healthy lifestyle score combining six factors. Healthy diet, regular exercise, active social contact, cognitive activity, reading and writing skills, not smoking, and never drinking alcohol. There were 29,000 study participants and none of them had signs of cognitive decline at the start of the study. The average age of the study subjects was 72 years old. They were also tested for the Alzheimer's gene, and 20% carried the APOE gene. Results show that individual healthy behavior had a connection to slower-than-average decline in memory over 10 years, with a healthy diet having the strongest effect. Participants with favorable lifestyles were 90% less likely to develop dementia or mild cognitive impairment compared to those with unfavorable lifestyles. Those with average lifestyles were nearly 30% less likely to decline. Therefore, following a healthy lifestyle and nutritious diet can slow cognitive decline as you age, even if you carry the APOE Alzheimer's gene. We all know that living a healthy lifestyle 
With a healthy diet, regular exercise, and avoiding unhealthy habits, like smoking and excessive alcohol consumption, will improve your own health. Just like it can prevent Alzheimer's, as we just heard. But new research shows that the same healthy choices will impact an unborn child's long-term adult cardiovascular health. This is also great news because anytime we influence our own health and the health of our families, it empowers us to take control. Having this information will help people make the right decisions, not only for themselves, but for their children. Mothers who live generally healthy lifestyles pass on lifelong protection against heart disease to their children. Cardiovascular disease is the number one killer and is considered to be partly preventable with lifestyle choices. Apart from family history and genetics, there are many lifestyle risk factors that increase the chances of getting cardiovascular disease, including smoking, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes mellitus, overweight and obesity, physical inactivity, excessive alcohol consumption, unhealthy diet, and stress. Almost all these factors can be partly or entirely controlled by lifestyle choices. And we have known about this for a long time. However, we now know that these lifestyle choices don't only affect your own health, but also the long-term health of your children. Mothers-to-be can reduce their child's risk of heart disease, which won't express for years, decades even, before they're even born, by following these essential guidelines, which include eating healthy, exercising regularly, not smoking, maintaining a healthy weight, and keeping blood pressure, cholesterol, and glucose levels within normal ranges. Diagnosing heart disease early is difficult because you have to go to the hospital to get scanned. In order to get images of your heart, you need to get an ultrasound, CT scan, PET scan, or cardiac MRI of your heart. Well, there may be an easier option soon. Researchers from the University of California, San Diego, have developed a new device that is so small, you can use it during a regular day. The problem with portable heart monitors is that they're bulky and don't capture what the patient would be doing on a normal day because they can't go about their daily activities with the monitor on. This new device solves this problem. The new wearable heart monitor is a postage stamp sized device that uses ultrasound technology to assess both the structure and function of the heart. It can stay on the wearer's chest for up to 24 hours and works even during strenuous exercise. It provides real-time automated insights on the difficult to capture pumping activity that uses an AI algorithm to measure how much blood the heart is pumping. The device also provides much better images with higher resolution and contrast than existing non-invasive methods and minimizes patient discomfort and overcomes some limitations of non-invasive technologies such as CT and PET scans. It is connected through cables to a computer which downloads the data automatically, but the team has already developed a wireless circuit which will be more appropriate for clinical use. Lower back pain is a chronic ailment that affects a lot of people around the world, and it can be debilitatingly painful. Sometimes the only option is taking pain-killing drugs and muscle relaxants. Maybe a chiropractor can alleviate the pain, but it is usually temporary and you need to go back for frequent and continuous adjustments. 
There may be another option, thanks to an early study that suggests that lower back pain could be managed with a simple injection. Injectable hydrogel may be a promising treatment for chronic low back pain caused by degenerative disc disease. A recent study showed that when injected directly into affected discs, the experimental formulation of hydrogel, hydrophil, trademark, was safe and effective after six months. The gel filled in cracks and tears in the discs and adhered to the disc's center and outer layer. All participants in the study reported significantly less low back pain and improved physical function. Surgery is not considered as effective as conservative care for treating degenerative disc disease, and nerve ablation is appropriate only for a few patients. Therefore, this injectable hydrogel may provide more effective relief than current options. Now, a lot of people also have lower back pain but don't have degenerative disc disease and go for CT scans and x-rays and neurologists and everything, and they don't really find anything wrong with their back, but yet they have severe back pain. I was one of these people. And just reading a book, Healing Back Pain by Dr. Sarno, by the time I had finished the book, I had no more back pain and it's never really come back. So if you're in that boat, might as well read the book. What do you have to lose? And finally, in the battle against climate change, we're looking at all sorts of different renewable energy sources, such as wind, solar, and geothermal. But universities across the country are looking at the future of energy with a new generation of micro-nuclear reactors. These tiny reactors, which produce only one one-hundredth of the energy of traditional nuclear power plants, are being designed for small-scale applications, such as powering a small campus, hospitals, or a military complex. Micro-nuclear reactors are transformative because they can be built inside factories and hooked up on site in a plug-and-play way. They have the potential to replace fossil fuels and reduce carbon emissions. That's great news. And that's going to do it for this episode of the Great News Podcast. Head on over to greatnewspodcast.com and you can read the, all the show notes and supporting stories. We'll see you again next episode. Podcasthero.com